We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hello and welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today is Claire from the Creativity Found podcast. And before we begin, I'd like to give her the opportunity to tell us a little more about herself and her show before we get started. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me. Yes, Creativity Found is my podcast. And in it, I chat with people who have found or refound their creativity as adults. So we talk about the kind of barriers that are often put in the way of adults wanting to get creative, whether that be through doing a sensible job, family, maybe having been academically bright and told, don't go down this path, go down this path. And then we talk about how the guest came back to or found the creative activity that they love now and how that benefits the rest of their life as well from, you know, emotional, mental well-being, just have a release and all the various benefits that people get from having been brave. And sometimes it is brave because sometimes people, especially grown-ups, are a bit scared that they're going to be rubbish and they think, I'm not going to try something if I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be good at it. We've got to get over that get over that try something doesn't matter if you you think it doesn't look good for example you know give it a go and enjoy the process well said you founded open stage arts in 2016 can you tell our listeners a little more about that and kind of what inspired you to do it so open stage arts was was a drama and singing classes for adults and I founded that, I I did it all a bit around the wrong way, really, because what I was meant to be doing was looking for a release for myself. So I had been struggling with anxiety and it was really a horrible time. I was seeing a counsellor and she showed me this wheel of life drawing and all the pieces of pie in that circle for work and finances and other people, you know, they were all full. And there was that one piece of pie, that one triangle that was you, you know, something for you, something that isn't for other people, something that's enjoyable. Yep. And I couldn't place anything in that, in that segment of that chart. So I had a good cry again. And then I actively started looking for something that I could do that was just for me, that was an escape that would have me not paying, not thinking about everything else that goes on in Mm -hmm. life. And I couldn't find something that I enjoyed. I tried a couple of things, but I didn't like them terribly well. And I've always loved performing. I, I did dance at university. I love dance. So I came upon the idea of starting classes that you're not putting a play on. So you don't need to learn lines and you're not, you know, Mm -hmm. having all the extra stress of putting on a show and the politics possibly of joining a group, but you do get to go and have fun for two hours a week doing a bit of silly drama and a bit of singing. So I started Mm -hmm. that. I started hiring teachers to do that. 
and we had the most amount of fun. And this is where a lot of everything came from for Creativity Found. So first, for example, the idea of making a mess of it. You can't do it wrong. You do it your way. Yep. And I'm always, we were always saying in that class, because it can be quite scary, you know, you're in a class of other people and you're going to do quite something quite, you know, emotional you're going to do something that you've never done before mm-hmm. and it'll be a big step out of your comfort zone and i was always saying it doesn't matter if if you do it differently from how you thought you were going to do it none of it is wrong so we did have once once you can get past that and make a bit of a fool of yourself it's hilarious and then you don't worry about it yep. in the future so and this is where then the idea for creativity found did come from because once we were in lockdown and couldn't do the classes i wanted to kind of keep up a momentum somehow and i'd spoken to quite a few people in the classes and while networking you know trying to promote the classes who had said oh that's such a good idea i used to love doing such and such an activity Mm -hmm. but then when i i'm just too busy with work i don't get time to do it So I was hearing a lot of those stories and I thought, this is something I can do. Having never made a podcast before, you know, Mm -hmm. just go and do it and get started. And I knew a couple of people who had those stories. So I started talking with them and then it just grew and grew. And I love podcasting. Who'd have thought it? It's it's just made me meet so many wonderful people. I actually really enjoy podcasting sitting down and editing the audio as well. I actually enjoy every mm-hmm. every part of it. It's time consuming, as you know, but it's yep. very enjoyable. So it all came from Open Stage Arts and it all turned a bit higgledy-piggledy and upside down and, and became entirely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really great segue into my second question. So people who haven't been on your website, first off, it's it looks amazing. Oh, and you, you have so much stuff going on. How do you manage to keep track of this awesome community that you've cultivated? I am a very organized person. I mean, I I will say- I feel like you have to be. (laughs) (laughs) I am, I am very, I do have lots of notebooks and I mean paper and pen notebooks. And I have a color code everything as well because I have a day job editing books. I also teach a dance fitness class. You know, there's lots of stuff going on. So color code my diary. I just kind of, it's almost always in the back of your head. I want to keep, so the members, uh, the next step for Creativity Found was creativityfound.co.uk, trying to help other people find creative activities to try. And so mm-hmm. the website is for the learners, but it's also for the teachers. So with the teachers, we have a membership. And if you teach a creative class or you sell a creative kit or there's some kind of creative activity that you can help other people do, sure. come join sure. the membership. So, and there's two aspects to that as well. One is promotion. Obviously, I talk about it on the podcast every single episode and there's the website there with everybody's pages on. But also I wanted us to be connected as well because a lot of us are isolated people we're working for ourselves we don't often meet up with other businessy people and you can quite often think oh heck I'm going through this really horrible stage I'm the only person I'm rubbish whatever it may be Mm -hmm. but I want us to get together and be able to say no I felt exactly like that so I'm just always aware we do have the members do have their own chat group as well as the Facebook one that that's for everybody but a a private members one is within the website as well so you can 
I do like to post in there of activities that we can do. And we do like to meet up as well. So I am in the UK and I have a British accent. I am actually in the UK and my family don't always necessarily like going to the arty crafty events that I like to go to. (laughs) They're very happy now that I have another network of people. I can say, hey, does anybody want to go to this with me? And uh, they don't have to come along and smile and pretend they're enjoying it. So it is just a matter of having it all in the back of the head, you know, thinking about other people. You are thinking about other people, kind of thinking about how you're feeling and other people may be feeling that way as well. So, but it is, it is a lot of time and work and thinking, but it's thoroughly enjoyable. So that's all right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. As long as you like what you're doing, you know, what's the, what's the phrase you never work a day in your life. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. So my final question is because you kind of went into how you transitioned into the podcast from starting creativity found how do you find guests to be on your show? Well, do you know, they come and find me more often than not now. <laughs> they come to me, which is absolutely amazing. I mean, at the very beginning, as I said, I knew a few people. So I started with those people. Mm-hmm. I put a post up in a Facebook group that was an art, a local, because I'm in Oxfordshire, a local arts Facebook group. So then I met some people through there. During 2021, Clubhouse was an absolute lifesaver and I was on there meeting so many wonderful people and and chatting and I got a lot of guests from there and then do go on the I call them podcast dating apps you know like Podmatch, (laughs) for example and matchmaker yes yes actual places you can go so so I'm on those and people come to me through that Sometimes they do come to me with absolutely no idea what my show is about. And I get a little bit frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. But sometimes some good ones get through as well. And it's just generally people are hearing about it now. And coming to me, I have my January, I have my 2024 printout calendar because I am booking pre-chats in February now. So. Wow. Yeah. It's very exciting. That's awesome. That's great. For our listeners who are unfamiliar with your show, can you give them kind of a, I don't know, a brief snapshot of like the types of creative individuals that you've spoken with in the past? Yeah, absolutely. So I have, for example, a an American guest, Fish, suffered with Tourette's syndrome, but didn't realize that that was what it was. He got to a point where he was almost not moving at all. He could just move a finger. But when he started to get the diagnosis and he could he could address his symptoms in a certain way he was able to get back to comic book art and writing i have a lady that paints surfboards she was using surfing as a kind of trauma therapy for herself then she wasn't allowed to go surfing in lockdown and she had a surfboard in her back garden and she just started painting on it and this stuff came from nowhere but we have writers we have traditional artists we have abstract artists all the all the different paint types printmakers potters anything anything beginning with p <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, all sorts and all sorts of stories as well. So it's all sorts of artistic disciplines, but the reasons they get to them are so wide and varied as well. They're really personal journals, you know, each each episode is that person's story and it includes more than just what they do creatively, but that's the the glue that keeps it all together. 
before we move on to the the game portion, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about you and your show? No, I think I've said it all. <laughs> okay. I always like to yeah. ask on the off chance I didn't ask a certain question yeah. and they're like, oh, actually, yeah. you should no, know I X, Y, and well. Z. I, I always ask that as well, but I think I've, I've got everything in there. Yeah. Thank you. Sounds good. Well, are you ready then for some well, Victorian slang terms? I have to say I'm a little bit nervous because <laughs> I feel like as a Brit, I should know mm-hmm. this. I mean, I know Victoria Arna is just is not just British, but Victoria was our queen. And I feel like that means I know <laughs> what this language is. I have extra pressure on me. But no, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> You'll be letting the whole of England down <laughs> if you don't get these high stakes. <laughs> All right. Now, I will give you a heads up. This first one's a little bit naughty. Okay. So, so have that in your yeah. in your mind. Normally, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't let you know that, but I feel like I kind of have to let you know with this one. So, your first term is Kurtiver Kartso. What? <laughs> Kurtiver Kartso. Well, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of drinking and there's a lot of prostitution that comes up in these kind of things. I can't mm-hmm. connect a word. With those two words, they're like made up words. They don't connect to anything else. Say it again. Kurtiver, Kartso. Okay. So K-E-R-T-E-V-R and then C-A-R-T-Z-O. Kurtiver, Kartso. Well, I think it's the cart that you get dragged home on or no, you get dragged to the Navy. So when you're drunk and you're in the pub, and you're so drunk you don't realise it, you get shoved onto this Curtivo Cartso, which is a cart, and the next thing you know, you've woken up in the Royal Navy. <laughs> which did happen, did happen. a lot. Press gang. A yes. lot. That's just the vehicle that takes you to your ship. There you go. Well, according to Victorian slang, Curtivo Cartso is a venereal disease. Yeah. Which comes from cativo, which is means bad, and caso, which is for the penis, essentially. <laughs> bad penis. <laughs> bad penis, essentially, is what it means. You got a bad penis. Well, I mean, it, means, <laughs> it is connected. I mean, these sailors, they did, you know, <laughs> sleep around when they were allowed back on shore. So I'm sure they had bad penises as well. <laughs> You never want one, but I'm sure, I mean, when you sail the seven seas, <laughs> stuff happens. <Yeah. laughs> so your second term is blow a cloud. Oh, that sounds really sweet. You're going to tell me it's something horrible, aren't you? It sounds sweet. No, no? it's it's not very, it's not bad. Okay, no. okay. It's not a bad penis yeah. or anything, I promise. <laughs> blow a cloud. Maybe it's when you're so happy. No. Now, I heard this. Someone else asked you to do this. Can you use it in a sentence? (laughs) Yes, I can. (laughs) After a long night of drinking, Carl decided it was a good idea to blow a cloud. He. Again, not naughty. Not naughty. Not naughty this 
well, he should go home or perhaps he should have some food or perhaps he should have a sleep. Ah, he's going to have a sleep, but he, he can't go home because his wife's going to be really cross. So he sleeps outside. And when he snores, that's when he blows a cloud. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> You see, this is my this is my drama training come back out again. This is my improv. There you go. <laughs> it reminds me of those cartoons where they have like the snot bubbles, you know, that come out when they're blowing. Yeah, exactly. snoring. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that. <laughs> well, blow a cloud is Victorian slang for to smoke a cigar or a pipe. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes more sense, doesn't it? Because you do. Because you're literally you blowing a cloud. a cloud. You make a cloud with your blow. Yeah. Well, very good. <laughs> but I did like yours. I like yours better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to thank Claire for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramport? And before we go, can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and when new episodes of your podcast come out? Absolutely. So I release episodes twice a month on a Monday. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook as Creativity Found Podcast. Also on YouTube, starting to uh, starting to jump on that bandwagon, which I've been trying to avoid. But so Creativity yeah. Found Podcast is on YouTube as well. I love my audio. Don't tell me I have to do video as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everything else, everything is can be found at creativityfound.co.uk. And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime. <laughs>